You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 470. Don't panic. Don't panic. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 470 in the continuing saga of why does Tim continue to let Gaz and myself do this podcast? There is no real there's no real good answer. Um, Gaz is not here this week. He is actually off on vacation, and apparently his idea of a vacation is walking really, really long distances. But. Because I am still scared to death to do a podcast by myself, I have managed to rope in a longtime listener to the podcast, Eric Diaz. Eric, how are you this evening? Uh, very hot. <laughs> very <laughs> yeah, well, very I, hot. I imagine, I imagine it is a little bit warm in Puerto Rico. Yes, it is. Because uh, I'm actually going down to, I'm going to be off. Uh, next weekend and the and possibly the weekend after that because I'm going down to the Daytona, Florida area for my great. Let me. See, I gotta make sure I get this right. My great nephew's wedding. My nephew's son. Okay. Is getting married, and uh, I'm going down for the wedding, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then my nephew, his the groom's father, and I are going to try to get some surfing in. Oh, cool. Yeah, I I think it's the surfing I'm really looking forward to. What? <laughs> but that's actually yeah, but not a, a huge surprise to most people, I guess. I have uh, friends or and family over there in Florida, and I basically go once a year. We stay in close to Miami, mm-hmm. and it's great. I, I really like it. I would move there. What to uh, South Florida or to Florida, Florida yeah. in general? I like it. I like it a lot. Plus, there's there's the fact that I don't even have to speak English there. No, that's true. That's true. Florida, <laughs> um, you're actually almost under a handicap if if you don't speak yeah. Spanish. Something that kind of weird when when I was going to school huh, all those years ago. Yeah, we didn't have them fancy computers. We used just used to to, to take rocks and bang them together, and that was school. <laughs> um, now, in order to graduate high school, you had to take at least two years of a language. And after I graduated, and it didn't matter what the language, but after I graduated from high school, uh, they, they made a change and they said, okay, well, if you want to take other languages, that that's fine, but you have to take two years of Spanish. And I, you know, I, I don't really know if I agreed with that, uh, <laughs> I, because you know, yes. Okay. There are a lot of people in the Florida area, you know, and actually out, if you want to go outside of Florida, uh, you know, you're looking at, uh, the Southwest of the United States, you're yep. looking at, at certain parts of the, the Northeast of the United States where yeah. there's, there's quite a few, uh, predominantly native, uh, Spanish speakers, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, there, there is no like official language here in the United States. And I, I don't want to change that. I don't think that there should be an yeah. official language for the United States, but at the same time, I, I don't think that students should be forced to have to take one language or another to, yeah, to, you know, complete whatever the conditions of their graduation is. I think they should take languages and that should be part of their curriculum, but yeah. they should decide what those languages are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It should be. Um, well, here in Puerto Rico, we have, uh, or they speak Spanish there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Just checking. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have some, uh, we have quite a nice, um, I, I don't know how many, but, uh, we have, uh, uh, people from the United States who have moved here. Sure. And, uh, we have, uh, uh, there are some, some towns. I know there is a town, it's an island because, uh, Puerto Rico is not just an island. We're like Hawaii. This is our archi- uh, archipelago, I mm-hmm. think is the word. 
Uh, it's a series. It's have, a series of land masses. Yeah, we right. have uh, a lot of uh, small islands, and we have two of them that are that, that have people uh, living there. And there is one called Culebra. It's just really close to Saint Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I went there wor- to work uh, like uh, six or seven years ago, and I was shocked because I didn't know uh, they had like seven hundred or six hundred. Uh, People from the United States living there. They just retired right. and went to live there. And uh, so the, we have people who speak English here. When, when, the, when the hurricane season comes or there's a flood or something, uh, we have our emergency broadcast system in Spanish and English. Right. Because there are some people who, who speak English here. Not many, but yeah, we have some. <laughs> so. And so that's it. And, and I... And I went to a private school, and I was lucky enough to to have good English teachers. And I think I, I can speak it uh, English very pretty well. So yeah, I think you you probably speak English. You certainly speak English a hell of a lot better than I speak Spanish. <laughs> you know, because I had a job. I had a job that used to take me uh, all over the world, and we would leave on these trips, and we would hit anywhere from five to ten countries in a two to three month time span. I mean, it was some serious, Whoa. some seriously heavy traveling and yeah. where, wherever I would go, um, I would learn how to say, uh, yes, no, please. Thank you. Where's the bathroom? Can I have another beer? And <laughs> please don't hit me anymore. And I figured that pretty much covered the gamut of, yeah, I would say of, so, yeah. of what I needed to know. In a, in a relatively short amount of time from, from wherever I was uh, at, at, at that particular time. We pretty much went everywhere except for uh, what was considered then uh, like the Warsaw Pact countries, the Eastern Bloc, mm-hmm. East Germany, Yugoslavia, you know, uh, along those lines. But uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was an interesting time of my life. Certainly yeah, yeah, just... got me out of my comfort zone. I took like a year in French, but since I never spoke with anyone in French, I've forgotten right. like ninety nine point nine percent of that. So, mm-hmm. well, I've got. But, I, I was telling you before we started to record the show that I have a Spanish sister in law, and I have uh-huh. a Cuban sister in law. And um, when my Spanish sister in law's parents had come over from Spain, they were staying at my brother's house at the same time that I was visiting them. And they spoke like no English. And of course, you know, other than being able to ask for a beer and counting from one to 10, I didn't really speak very much in the way of Spanish. So it, it made communication somewhat difficult. So I would, you know, when I went down for breakfast in the morning, her mother always got a huge, and I have no idea why, she would get this huge kick out of me when I would come into the room. I would just, put up my hand and wave it furiously and go, Hola! And she just thought that was like the, the funniest thing in the world, but just generally lovely people. Anyway, uh, this is for, for people who were wondering, this is the mymac.com podcast. Uh, not how many languages do you not speak podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're recording kind of late on a Sunday. Uh, basically I just got back into uh i just got back home from north carolina i was down there for one of my wife's relatives uh had just turned 80 and they had like the surprise party for and originally i was trying to kind of get out of it because it's a it's about a a six hour drive to get to where her relatives from her father's side live so i knew it was going to be six hour drive there six hour drive back and it's you know my two kids my wife myself and my mother-in-law, who's currently visiting us. So uh, I was kind of hoping I wasn't going to have to go. But, you know, my wife gave me this line that I, I know she knew that it was going to make everything different. She said, you know, whenever whenever my mother is in the car with you driving, she says she just feels so safe. She knows that she's always going to get wherever it is that we're going to. And I was just about to say, well, why don't you and your mother go down there by yourselves? And, but as soon as she said that, it was like, okay, well, you know, that's right out the window now. Now I have to drive because I've been complimented by my mother-in-law. So I, I absolutely have no choice. Six hours. Wow. 
six hours there, six hours back. And then in two weeks or a week from uh, next Saturday, I think it's Thursday, the 29th of August, I'm driving by myself down to Daytona, Florida. So that was the other thing. I couldn't really say, oh, but it's so far, you know, when I'm driving yeah. about four times that distance just for my, by myself to attend my, my great nephew's wedding. So I, I can't really say, no, I can't. Don't make me do it because I'll be a, just a horrible, horrible person if I try to pull that. You like driving, man. I, I do. I would I take a, uh, a plane. I I hate flying. I I used to actually before I had the job where I was traveling so much, I did used to love to fly because I used to fly from Fort Lauderdale up to the D.C. area to visit my sister every summer. But then once I started traveling as much as as I was back in the eighties and and flying some of the world's premier airlines, you know, uh, Air Djibouti, Nairobi <laughs> Air, East African Air, you know, I mean, just all these. Wow. Or um. Uh, you, Pick a region. There's, there's usually, no matter what region of the world you go to, I, I, I didn't want to just pick on Africa, whatever, no matter what region of the world you go to, there's a crappy, crappy airline that you just don't feel safe getting on their plane. So, you know, even it doesn't yeah. matter where it is, but it just got to the point where I just hated getting on planes. And, and pretty much the only time I fly now is when I go out to the Mac World Expo, because going from the East coast of the United States to the West coast of the United States and back in roughly about seven to 10 days, not going to happen. No, yeah, no, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> that is way, way, way too much. So, uh, let's, let's scoot on over to the, uh, the recent mymac.com articles. And by recent, I mean, as of Sunday, August 18th at eight thirty nine PM Eastern standard time. Um, the first one, is Adobe Photoshop Creative Cloud for Photographers. This is a book review by John Nemo. Uh, there is Martin Evening, and then there is everything else when it comes to learning and understanding the professional versions of Adobe Photoshop. From his 16-page detailed table of contents to a 17-page equally detailed index. I mean, that, that's almost a book right there. Martin provides everything essential for newcomers and experienced users of Adobe's new Creative Cloud photo enhancement software. John gives that a 9 out of 10. Why don't you take that next one, Eric? Okay, it says here, the Allaire Aris speaker system, another review by John Nemo. It says, the Aperion Audio hits another home run with its innovative Allaire Aris powerful one-piece speaker. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. The well-designed physical unit is heavy and loud, and the sound quality is impressive. If you have been shopping for a premium plug-in speaker that works either with an audio cable or Bluetooth wireless connection, stop looking and start listening to Aris. John Nemo gives this one a 8 out of 10. And the, uh, the last one we have, oh, and I wasn't ready. Last one, I'm still not ready. Okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> the last one we have for this week is the HP LaserJet? Uh, it, God, I I hate these product names. You know, yeah, that's part of the, you know these companies. Not only do they sometimes come out with you know unimaginative products, and I have no idea whether this is unimaginative product or not. But somewhere along the lines, their marketing people were like, "Well, let's just throw a bunch of random letters and numbers together and just call it a day." You know, I mean, that's, I think, that's really kind of think... phoning it in. I don't think they have a marketing department. I think this is just the engineers and the accountants because yeah. <laughs> no marketing department can come up with those names. No, no. Well, uh, this completely imaginative name is the is the HP LaserJet Pro MFP M52DN. And this is a review by Vicky. It's Vicky Stokes. Vicky Stokes. Miss Stokes to Guy and oh, Gab. Sorry, Miss Stokes. Uh, this is an eight, this is an almost $900 printer. Now the HP LaserJet, I got to go into DJ voice, MFP M521DN is a high-end home office laser printer. The printer features duplex printing, e-print automatic document feeder, as well as the typical multiple feature features, function features, wow, yeah. fax, <laughs> copy, and scan. 
Additional features include touchscreen access to business apps and HP's ePrint. HP ePrint allows printing by sending an email attached document to the printer's email address. It should be noted that this model prints black only. Miss Stokes give this, gives this a 9 out of 10. Thank you. So, um, I guess it's it's a real kick-ass printer. I mean, to give a to give I mean, a basically a black and white printer a nine out of ten that costs nine hundred bucks. Yeah, for nine hundred bucks. Yeah. So anyway, go on over to mymac.com and read the two reviews by John and the review, especially this review by Vicky, to find out what makes this printer so wonderful that she gives it a nine out of ten. Now, one thing I would like to mention before we go farther on is that mymac.com is is looking for new writers. So if you would like to write about tech-related stuff and then have uh, Gaz and me and sometimes special guests completely screw up what it was you just wrote and do it to an audience of about 40,000 people, please contact John Nemo. I, I know this is the hard sell, Eric. Contact <laughs> John Nemo, uh, and his email address is Nemo. At mymac.com, we would love to get you into the the mymac family. All kidding aside, you know, Gaz and I, when we when we talk about the articles on on mymac.com, we we don't mean nothing by it. You know, I mean, we're just yeah. we're just having fun. Um, I think you can contact uh, Nemo pretty much twenty four seven because he's apparently he never sleeps. Yeah, I've kind of come to that conclusion. Now, you know, he does go on vacation every once in a while, I think for like four or five days. But even then, I, I think he will still answer emails until I, I actually think that John Nemo was cloned some number of years ago. And Either that or he's a robot or something like that. Ooh, ooh. I wonder if he <laughs> follows the three, three laws of robotics. Well, I'll have to ask him some very specific questions last time I see him. Uh, over on G plus we, uh, Gaz and I, uh, and Eric would like to welcome Steve green, who just joined the, uh, the, the, my Mac G plus community. And, uh, I always kind of, if, if, if I see the person that that's coming in, I'll put in a little bit of, you know, Hey, welcome to the site kind of thing. And it usually doesn't take long for, uh, some of the, the various members of the my Mac podcast G plus community to uh to come back with something so i basically put welcome steve green did you really think about it before you signed up for this community and it didn't take long before steve came back with that his therapist cried when he (laughs) when he told her that he joined up uh nicholas riley said my mac will be all the therapy you need uh steve said great with all the money i'll save i'll invest in some sound effects and then he says that he really enjoys uh our show and and thanks so much steve uh, yeah, and I, I'm I'm gonna tell you real quick. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I'm a member of a, a lot of communities on G Plus, or not a lot, but a handful. Mm-hmm. This is the only one where everyone is very friendly, and uh, they're just joking, and you know, just very friendly. The other ones are like more serious and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we I, we don't do serious. Yeah, apparently that's it. No, no, no. You you gotta have fun. Uh, you know, part of the problem with if if I can get serious here part of the problem with so much of the online stuff and whether you're talking about Facebook or G plus communities or uh discus uh responses to various articles in the news when when people have a certain amount of anonymity they can act very very badly because yeah. they believe that no one will ever find out who it is that they are. And so they spend a lot of time trolling or saying things that they wouldn't dare say to somebody like right to their face. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, we, you know, Gaz and I, we don't do that on this show. When we talk about somebody, you know, whether it's somebody in one of our communities or uh, somebody or a company that's in a tech field. Okay, well, you know, I put my name is is out there. I am who I say that I am. And it's really not that hard to figure out who Gazmaz is. But yeah. you, ha- you have to kind of give it the, the sniff test. And 
if you aren't willing to say these those things in a public way and have your real name attached to it, maybe you shouldn't say it. You know, that's that's kind of my feeling on that. Yeah, trolling has become a sport. And that's that's it's just so wrong. It's it's just yeah. not right. Um but on the less serious side, <laughs> um we got a question from Rob Rate also over on G Plus, and he asks on this week's show, Gaz with a Z mentioned RSS readers and Guy said he didn't use RSS. Why not? Guy hinted that on a future show they would probably cover the Google reader replacement market. Well, I have to say, I don't actually remember saying that because <laughs> I don't use, I don't use an RSS reader. I think part of it is there there's uh depending on what it is that I'm looking for online, there's a certain subset subset of various types of information that I'd look for. And there are certain sites that I trust with that information but at the same time, I'm not so plugged in that I have to know every single thing that that particular uh, website is doing 24 hours a day. Casey, I don't want to miss anything. Okay, well, I'm I'm not that attached to it. If I miss something, you know, I miss something. That and so I, I've I've never really tried to set up RSS an, an RSS reader to make sure that I catch everything. I basically just do everything through bookmarks. Yeah. I just go to the site and there are like uh, 10 or 12 sites that I go daily. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Otherwise, Twitter. yeah. Twitter is my RSS. Oh, Twitter. Yeah. 140 characters of madness. Speaking of Twitter, uh, Mark Shepard uh, on Twitter to Guy and Gaz wrote that he would pay money to have my joviality. And I replied, oh, me too. Oh, wait. And then you came along and said, is that what it's called? I thought it was insanity. To which I replied, sometimes when people call insanity is actually just a natural outpouring of mirth. But in my case, it's insanity. And then Mark wrote something. And, and thank you for this, Mark. Um, I, appreciate, I appreciate the thought, but you couldn't be more wrong. He wrote that <laughs> I can't fool him. There's brilliance lurking behind that insanity for, uh, facade. And no, Mark, there really isn't. I, I, I really am just kind of, of that crazy. And yeah, I, was, I was talking uh, on Twitter last night with him. Oh yeah. Oh, and he's he, Mark has probably been along with you and, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to start calling out names, but you and Mark and a couple others have been there on Twitter and on Facebook. Not so much on Facebook because I don't think anybody really goes to Facebook. <laughs> yeah. The the, the My Mac Podcast Facebook page. Uh but but you know, with Twitter and with G Plus and, and with a few other things, have always been there and have always kind of, you know, uh, helped us out as far as, as giving us stuff to talk about and stuff to do. And and we really do appreciate it to everybody that that subscribes to either uh myself as Mac Parrot or Gazmaz or the two of us together, Guy and Gaz. We really do appreciate it, and you know, it, I don't think we, we managed to say that enough. Yep. I, I don't go to the... Uh, I, I know I have liked the Facebook page, but I really don't go there. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I've got it too, and yeah, it's, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, I'm going to take a quick look at the yeah. Facebook page, and I see we have... 132 likes, just the exact same number that we had last week. <laughs> so it doesn't really, it doesn't really go up or down that much. And there's not, yeah. a, there's, and, and I would love to use it more, but something that I found, and we're going completely off topic here, something that I found, uh, Facebook just does not lend it, what lend itself well, it seems to, yeah. to feedback as far as having a conversation with someone. And, and I don't know why, maybe I'm just not, holding it right you know i mean who knows yeah i use it i use it just to uh most most of the people i have i i either know personally yeah or just like you guys and uh i think i have uh tim and jim dalrymple i think i have him Mm -hmm. also as a friend but those are very rare the rest of the people just people i know that's what i use facebook for yeah i really don't Whereas as G plus G plus seems to lend itself really well to having conversations with people. 
And I don't know why, because it's not fundamental. You know, when you get down to it, it's not that much different. You know what it is? I I think, I don't know, but it's uh, Google Plus is just like uh, more casual. I don't know. It's just you can just add someone to to a circle. They don't have to add you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, those two different things. Uh, Google tried to do something close to Facebook. But and in some respects, work. I think they have done something different, and in in some respects, I think better. Well, I would agree. I don't remember what that first kind of of um, social experiment that Google did originally that was just like a complete failure. I never used anything they did until Google Plus. Yeah, yeah, and even when G Plus first came out, I did, I wasn't really using it that much. But I think they really hit the nail on the head with communities. And I think that works really well. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Eric, uh, we need, we need to, to, to get out of this and, and then we'll get on to the next section. Do you know what it is that, that Gaz or I usually say when we're trying to get out of a section? Yep. But I think I'm going to do it in Spanish if that's okay with you. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> I think that's a first. It is a first. Okay. So let me see if I can do it right. Uh, Wait, before you say that, I, I will have no idea if you do it right or not. So <laughs> you could be saying, you know, Guy Searle should go soak his head in horse urine. And I wouldn't no, no, know no, the difference. I'm going to give you family friendly. Please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be something like, prepárense a esperar para esperar y volvemos enseguida. Listening to Tim and David on the Tech Fan Podcast, man? Yeah, man. I heard about him in the lockup, man. It's on TechFanPodcast.com, man. Oh, yeah, and it's on the Stoplight Network, too, man. That's really far out, man. I didn't even know you were into that stuff, man. Yeah, I'm like really a geek, man. I've raised my awareness just from being on their site, man. Well, that's heavy, man. What was the website again? It's TechFanPodcast.com, man. And don't forget about the Stoplight Network. Listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast probably won't cure male pattern baldness, but can you afford to take that chance? And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Eric is still here. Hi, Eric. I I, I can't believe that, that you have stayed even after talking to me for like the last 45 minutes. Yeah, it, well, it just blows my mind that you haven't gotten sick of me and just said, you know what? I just don't need this. Click. It's Sunday. I really don't have. <laughs> you have anything else to do? <laughs> okay, to I, do I am honored. I'm honored <laughs> that, that I get to be your I just don't have anything else to do kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, something that, that I found kind of interesting that happened last week is that Apple uh, bought this service that you actually you can no longer get it. And uh, it's called it's, it was called uh, Matcha, and this was an iPad app that allowed you to browse what content was available for various streaming services. And like I said, it's no longer available after Apple purchased it. And, and you know, I just wanted to kind of throw out there: well, what what do uh, uh, Eric? What does Eric and I think is the reason why Apple had purchased this? And you know, one thing that I think is missing from uh, Apple's grand living room strategy is how we access content. Now the Apple TV device works great for probably most families. Now we mostly use it for Netflix and our own iTunes content. And uh, the matcha app, which was an iPad app allowed you to browse what else was available in some of the various streaming services like Netflix and Hulu and so on. And what I think would really make this great because you know, one thing I hate about the Apple TV is the remote that yeah. you get for it. It just sucks. You know, I never it, use it. it. It is simple, but it's so simple. It, it's almost useless. Yeah. Um, I, and it would be great if instead of using something like that, uh, if, if we had a way to interface with the Apple TV, either through, uh, an easy to use iPhone or iPad app. And I know that, that there is one 
but even there, it's not necessarily all that easy to use. And you don't, and all it really does is allow you to control the device. It doesn't give you any feedback on, yeah. on what else might be available through the Apple TV. So what yeah, do you I think? use, I use it both on the uh, iPhone and the iPad on the iPad is a, is a lot better because of the bigger surface, but I, I, I just never use it. Uh, the, the control that came with the Apple TV, unless it's just for an update. Right. Well, what do you what do you think about Apple's current channel lineup? Well, it's lacking to say the least. I mean, uh, we still don't have Amazon Prime, which I'm a member of. I know there's probably zero chance of that happening because of the uh, the way Amazon works. I don't know, but I don't know why because it, they allowed it on the uh, iPad and iPhone, so it should be there. Um, Hulu, I like using the site, but I don't like paying $8 a month for Hulu Plus and then having to watch ads. To me, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it should be one way or the other. Either you you get the content without ads or you don't pay anything for it and you get it with ads. It doesn't make any sense. And then other than that, the other channels they have there, just, I mean, they have something called the Wall Street Journal Live, which I've I've never watched it. I, I think I used it like once for 30 seconds to see what the hell it was, but I don't <laughs> was it was it for like sleep inducement or something? Yeah, it was some some <laughs> some it was like watching CNR or something. You know, someone at a desk talking, you know, I don't know a lot. I don't know. Um what I would really like it's uh um uh, first of all more channels and then what the reason I think they bought this uh, and I hope it is the reason not only to use it with a control or an app or something like that, but maybe integrate it with Siri. So you would say, Siri, I want to watch a comedy. And it would, uh, using this, uh, whatever match I did, using their magic, you know, go through Netflix, Hulu, whatever channels are available, right. telling you, well, you have all these comedies. What do you want? So uh, I don't know, maybe with Siri or within the app, the controller app, uh, you know, like a, uh, like Netflix or something like that, where you're just you're just uh, scrolling through the titles, and then yeah, I want to watch this. Go go get it for me. I don't know something like that, but uh, definitely Matcha. I think that's why they bought it because uh, it's like a, basically a search engine. Well, one thing I would really really like to see more of through the Apple TV, and not even so much. This doesn't so much relate to the Apple TV as it does. Uh, streaming boxes in general, whether you're talking about Roku or the Apple TV or some of the other ones, I would like to see more of these subscriber channels and, you know, whether it's, it's Hulu or YouTube or Netflix, and some of them are actually doing it, uh, create more original content. Yeah. And original content is going to be how a lot of these streaming channels kind of differentiate themselves from one another. Mm-hmm. If all you're going to do is show, Hey, we're the I dream of genie channel. You can watch every single episode of I dream of genie for the five to seven years that that show was on 24 hours a day, seven days a week and only five ninety nine a month. It's like, you know, nah. who cares? This is a show that was already on and it's already done. Give yeah. me something that I can't see someplace else. And if Netflix it, is doing that, yeah. Well, finally, and well, and for that matter, so is YouTube. YouTube is actually now starting to go out and get content producers, and a lot of them. And to give them credit, you know, all these people credit. Some of the people that they're going to for this original content aren't the big studios. These are guys yeah. just starting out that have what sounds at least sounds like a good idea. To the yeah. to the people of some of some of these channels, uh, but but even if you were talking about things like like the major sports channels, uh, like there's a, a a baseball app, there's a basketball app, there's a hockey app, and but for the most part, they don't really show that much of the games as they're being played. You know, unless you're paying big bucks for it, it's yeah, for for it, and that's that's ridiculous. You want to get people to start watching and, uh, and, and let's face it. It's, it's not like, like baseball, basketball and hockey haven't been bleeding viewers mm-hmm. for a really long time. 
And part of the problem is, uh, well, not so much for basketball, I guess, uh, but for baseball and hockey, people have stopped watching it because other than pretty much local teams, you really kind of have to go out of your way, even for baseball, even with all these channels on, on ESPN, yeah. it can be difficult to find a, a particular baseball game. Okay, fine. You have a uh, an application on Apple TV, uh, and let's let's pick hockey for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, for each one of the teams that you have, you can have a separate little you know drop down menu and say, okay, uh, here's the next time they're going to play. You know they're playing right now. Go ahead and go watch the game and show it with ads. And yeah. you, you can partner with, uh, what do they call that? iAds that, that Apple has. Yeah. Well, iAds. Yeah. Well, it's kind of similar to like what, with what Google do does where they, they try to match the kinds of ads that individuals may want to watch. And it's all based on algorithms on, yeah. you know, previous searches and previous content that you've watched. And you know, that that's fine. If, if you're going to have to show me ads, at least we're seeing ads that are somewhat relevant or, you know, to, to, to what it is that, that I might be interested in, but don't make it so that I have to jump through stupid hoops to watch a hockey game or a basketball game or a baseball game. And yes, I understand that you might want to block local, uh, local unsold out games or delay based delay them based on a zip code or IP address. But honestly, all of the available games should otherwise be shown with ads and let us see them. And I think you'll find that you'll have a much higher audience and don't charge people. You know, the NFL does it because well, they're the NFL yeah, and they can get away with it. And you know, they, they have Uber fans that'll pay, you know, whatever money they have to pay to be able to see whatever game it is they want to see. And I love football, but I'm not going to spend that kind of money. But for things like baseball, where they're playing 180 games a season, uh, mm-hmm. basketball where they're playing how, how many games do they play a season in basketball it's uh 82 okay just well, for the regular season yeah and even there i mean that that's a lot of games hockey is the same way uh with football every single game counts because you only have 16 regular season games yeah. with baseball basketball and hockey there's a ton of games and you want to watch you want to get people to watch those games and watch the ads that are being shown during those games make it free just make it free. Show the ads get paid based on ads. I, I just I just don't get why they don't embrace the web better. Because uh, okay, let's uh, let's take for example basketball, which is mm-hmm. the one that I they follow. Uh, they have you have ABC and ESPN. That's it. Unless you have uh, one of these local channels, like uh, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, and they have uh, in Chicago they have WGN. Yeah. When when Michael Jordan was there. And I'm, you know, early '90s. Uh, they had, I mean, almost every home game was through the channel, right? Because they were but all then, sold out. Yeah, but then the NBA said, "Yeah, you know what? You're not gonna show that." And then the next year, I think it was the year they won the 72 games. I think, or the year after, mm-hmm. the NBA caught that, and WGN only had like 10 or 12 games. Yeah. The rest it, of them, you stupid. had to buy the uh, season pass or something, and the, and it was like two hundred dollars. It was really expensive. Yeah, right now it's ninety nine, and it's still a lot of money. I mean, it's not. And how many people? How many people do you think they have that are that's paying that? Paying that? I mean, honestly, I, I have no idea. But then, what I, what I what I want to get at, at is a, a service like Hulu or YouTube. They know how many people are watching at a given time. They know this. Their servers know how many people are watching. Yep. So it's better than the the Nielsen ratings, which you have like how is it a thousand people, something like that. If that, yeah, one yeah. one one person with a Nielsen box out of like in a, in a, a country with three hundred and fifty million or something, <laughs> you know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. How how are you how are you selling ads based on those numbers? They are so far out. They're just gross estimates. You have no way of knowing that if that's true or not. And then you have a web service that, you know, each and everyone with an iPhone, an Android, an iPad, tablet, any, uh, a laptop, whatever it is, that's a hit on the server. And they know how many people exactly. 
and how so, long they watched. Yeah, how and, many and episodes they watched, and so on. You yeah. can do the same thing. Hulu uh, does something like, okay, we're gonna show you this ad, but if it's not relevant to you, would you mind telling us? And sometimes it's, uh, I don't know, I'm watching something there and it's uh, an ad for the Venus Racers for Women or something like that. <laughs> I say, yeah, I don't care about that. Do they, have, are they, show, do they show the legs of the women? <laughs> yeah. uh. Then they will change the ad, but that's even oh, better than, than what I have to. I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at live TV yeah, and, and those ads are just obnoxious. And <laughs> well, you know, I, I find I watch a lot less live TV than yeah, I used I to. Yeah, I, I really don't. And if there's a television show that I'm really interested in, I'll either wait for it to come on Netflix or mm -hmm. I'll subscribe to it through iTunes. And then, yeah. you know, like the Big Bang Theory, I'm I'm hardly ever around. And it used to be, I think, Tuesdays at eight o'clock, something like that, or Mondays at eight o'clock. I was never around on Mondays at eight o'clock to watch the show. So I started yeah. buying it through iTunes and I can watch it whenever I want. OK, well, you know, you get that initial um let's it's 70 percent. it's like about 70 cents for me to buy that episode in standard definition or maybe it's a dollar 40 for me because it's a dollar 99 dollar yeah. say let's say it's a dollar 40 you get from me okay mm -hmm. that's all you're gonna make from me for that particular tv show but if you show it with ads every single time i watch that episode or every single time i watch any of those episodes you're getting paid. Yeah. You get, you, you can either get that initial hit for a dollar 40 for a standard definition show, or you can still show the ads at the exact same times that you had for the broadcast version and make more money. And where, what would make even more sense? I mean, we're going a little bit off topic here. What would make even more sense would be instead of 60 second ads, or 30 second ads, make 15 second ads, make 10 second yeah. ads and show two of them real, real quick. Get the name out there for the product. What does the product do? Boom. Go on to the next product. Show two of those, get right back to the show. You'll have more people watching because the ads won't be as long and they won't be as intrusive as what you were doing before. Yeah. I'm using, I'm usually, I mean, I'm paying a lot of money for cable and it's basically for my wife and my kid. Because I'm usually watching Netflix mm -hmm. or Amazon video or, um, or for example, tonight is uh, Sunday, so they're, they're playing um, Breaking Bad. Right. But I don't have that channel. That's another thing I hate about this. Some other people have another cable company. They have it. I don't. So I can watch that. Uh, the same thing with The Walking Dead and, and any other show for me and see, but it's because I don't have the channel. So you so have to wait until it comes on Netflix. Yeah, no. Uh, I used that. Uh, um, I was doing that, but then Netflix takes like uh, sometimes like a year. Oh, because okay. if, uh, until they, until like Breaking Bad, they had one through four. So before they began with five, uh, I mean, ended uh, the first half of five, uh, season five, they were not. Uh, those chapters were not available on Netflix. So what I did, because I wanted to, you know, I wanted two things, stay current and freaking watch what, what was happening because it was so interesting. Mm -hmm. So when I went to iTunes and uh, the standard definition, I think it was like 13 or 14 bucks. For the and whole said, season. Yeah. No, well, that's another story. Yeah. Uh, they, they divided the, the fifth or and the final half season. season. In, in, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. So I paid yeah. twice, but I don't care because the series is that good. You know, that's what they don't get. People want to watch this and but make they, it they, at a reasonable they make, price. They make it so so difficult to do it, and I mean, that is stupid. just just stupid. You know, and well, let me ask you. Then let me ask you this: What kind of channels would you like to see? Uh, and we'll keep it specific to the Apple TV. What would you like to? What kind of channels would you like to see in the future? Well, basically, just just to start. Um, the ones I use on the on the iPad. I mean, I have CBS, NBC, ABC. I'm watching from NBC. I watch Saturday Night Live basically on Monday or Tuesday because I'm not gonna stay until one o'clock in the morning. Right. Exactly. To watch it, and I like it, but just just too late. So I watch it on demand when I, when I have the time. The same thing with uh, there's this great show on NBC called uh, Hannibal about uh, Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah. 
It's very good. So I watch it whenever I have time, you know. And ABC and what they do is what we're, you were talking about. Uh, they they divide the uh, the episode in segments just as they would uh, do on on live TV, and they give you like thirty seconds or a minute of ads, which I think they're wasting their time because most of the time they're just promoting other shows. They should be showing me something from a company that they that is paying them. Right. But that's their problem, not mine. <laughs> um, so and the CBS one I downloaded it but I'm not using it much because really CBS doesn't have many shows that interest me well and, you know, part of the problem is I think is is you know a lot a lot of the American and we're talking mostly about the um, American broadcast companies uh, they put a lot of money into Hulu so a lot of their shows yeah. are over on Hulu and they don't seem to get that they're having to share that bandwidth with not just other shows from their network, but other shows from a lot of different networks. Whereas yeah. if there was a dedicated CBS app on the Apple TV or a dedicated AMC app or a dedicated, you know, uh, pick, pick the network of your choosing. And some of them get it because you have something like HBO to go, which I can't currently get. I don't think because I'm not an HBO subscriber in cable. Which is stupid. Just but that, that's another one. I am a su subscriber of HBO, but my cable company hasn't signed the contract with HBO, so I don't have it. <laughs> that's Great. another thing that it, it irritates me so much because I'm paying a lot of money for HBO, and HBO has a, has a library from I don't know twenty or thirty years. I don't know. They oh, started since, in the since 80s. like well, no, they started before then. It was it was like mid late seventies when HBO. Yeah, started. something like that. I mean, the, ever since I, I was a little kid, and we finally got cable at home, and one of the first channels that I watched was HBO. So they have a, a huge library. Sure. I would pay. Uh, you know, I'm paying eight dollars a month for Netflix. I would pay fifteen or twenty for what HBO has. They have yeah. some great shows there, but. My cable company doesn't have to contract another company here in Puerto Rico, though, so that so they get it, but I don't. Okay, well, for something like like HBO or the Movie Channel or uh, uh, Stars or or you know wh whatever primarily Movie Channel you're talking about, I can understand charging a subscription price for those because you're showing two hour movies, so mm -hmm. you're not going to have some place that you can put in commercial breaks. Frankly, if you did put in commercial breaks, most people probably wouldn't watch it. Yeah. But when you're talking about uh half hour to an hour situation, comedies and dramas and, and or sci-fi or, or what have you, you know, there are automatically breaks put into all of these programs at the 15, 30, 45 minute mark or somewhere along those lines for you to put in ads. So, yeah. you know, don't charge, for the app, you know, don't charge people to watch the content, give them the ads, the advertising, which is what, you know, how they do the over the air broadcast stuff should be the only thing that we have to worry about as far as getting this content goes. That should be the end of it right there. I don't know. I don't know what it is. If, it, if it's a generational gap and they don't understand what they're doing or greed or what it is <laughs> I, I, I think it. It, i think it's it's mostly i don't think it's so much greed as it is you have people that are in charge that don't understand yeah, they don't, how they the don't internet works and yeah they just don't yeah. get it all they it's see is piracy piracy they'll sit there and then they'll they'll copy uh 14 seasons of of the big bang theory and we'll never see a dime it's like yeah no. like people have that bandwidth or, or that people will care, you know, you know, and granted there are guys that spend a lot of time yeah. looking for this content and downloading it and storing it and watching it whenever they want to and not spending a dime, but you're not going to stop those guys no matter what you do, unless yeah, you take every single bit of your content offline, you won't stop them from getting your content and watching it for free. They have to understand that people who go through the trouble, and believe me, it is a lot of trouble. I mean, you have to look it for it be. and download it. Then you have to store it somewhere. If, if, if a guy is doing that, he was never your client. No, and you'll never see a dime from them anyway. Yeah, 
So all, yeah. So basically all you're doing, and I'm, I'm talking to CBS. I'm talking to NBC. I'm talking to ABC. I'm talking to the BBC. I'm talking to all of these channels overseas that are trying to figure out some way to monetize their content. It is not hard to do. You just give people the content and show them ads. It's not that different from what you're already doing through basics over the air technology. That's the other thing we have Fox, Puerto Rico, ABC, Puerto Rico, CBS, Puerto Rico. And I think NBC, I'm not sure. So I can put a rabbit ear antenna piece of crap that I get it for free and get it for free. So why not on on an app or on the, I mean, it's just, yeah. You just, uh, you just don't, I really don't know what the hell yeah. they're, and you're, they're not spending. They're not spending any more money to convert it because the conversion process is already done. Yeah. I mean, anyway, why don't we real quick change gears while we still have time? We went kind of long with that. Uh, yeah. and, and let's talk. Briefly. Siri, I'm looking for a new Apple podcast to listen to. Any recommendations? I found one new podcast for you, but it looks like they only record themselves drinking and chatting about the latest Apple news and rumor. Well, that sounds great. What's it called? It's called the MacGist podcast. But Nick, why would anyone listen to that? Well, Siri, alcohol is the anesthesia by which we endure the operation of life. I found these five rehab clinics near you. Would you like directions? Ugh, Siri, enough with the rehab. Just download the latest MacGis podcast now. I'm sorry, Nick. I cannot do that at this time. Go home, Siri. You're drunk. That's not nice. Eh, what does she know anyways? Check us out over at themacgistpodcast.com. This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, still not exactly sure. I was just talking to Eric about this. Still not exactly sure how how this show is going to be broken up. We we just had a, a a great conversation on, you know, where we think the Apple TV can go and the the uh, potential for what Apple may release on September 10th. Uh, we may do one part this week and then the other part next week. I, I have to talk to Gaz and see what, what he what he thinks about it. But speaking of Gaz, uh, Eric, would you would you do me a favor, please? Yeah. Would you nod your head at me? Okay. Time for Gaz's tip. Well, it's Guy's tip this week. And um, uh, do do you like Eric? Do you like the restore all previous open documents or Windows feature in OS X? Do you like that? Uh, it depends. Sometimes it can be <laughs> really painful. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of people do, and I, I happen to like it. But there are times when maybe, just maybe, you don't want all those pesky windows or documents to reopen every time you launch an app. And there are two basic ways to get around this. One is by holding down the option key. When you quit an app via the menu bar, this will change the dialog box from quit to quit and close all windows. If for some reason you never want OS 10 to save all those documents or windows for the next time you open any app, you can specify in prif- in system preferences under the general button. Just select the button close windows when quitting an application and you will never see all those previous used documents or windows when opening an application again. And I, I should throw this in as a word of caution. Make sure you save all changes before quitting an app when doing this, because otherwise it could possibly close the app and all the wonderful things you did to a particular document could be gone forever. And the easiest way to take care of that is just make sure that autosave is enabled and you should be good to go. And um, uh, uh, Eric, would you mind nodding at me just one more time? Yep. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's 
Yeah. Didn't have to let Gaz finish this week because it was all guy. Goodness, hey, um, Eric. Uh, I don't know where that voice came from. Uh, do you have an app pick this week? Yeah, um, there's an app called I think it's Archie. Um, it's A R C H Y. It's on the Mac App Store. And basically, what it, what this app does is uh, it gives you access to your Google Drive. So, like the show notes you do on on right uh, the the Google Drive documents. Yeah, it's, th- those um, those are a little crazy, aren't they? Yeah, uh, this app will let you see everything you have on Google Drive, and you can edit or make new ones. It would it will open up like a word uh, word spread uh, spreadsheet. I I don't think they have the uh, the PowerPoint one. I haven't used it, but it basically opens a window like it's a pages window, and you just type, and then it uh, it saves it to to Google Drive. It's uh, very good. So you you just uh, basically you don't have to edit the document in the browser. You can open this up like it is. Uh, if you don't have Pages or Excel and Word and all the stuff, you can just use this one. It's free. And there's a paid version. It's eight ninety nine. That version will let you have more than two accounts. The free one is just for one account. And on the website, it says, I didn't know this. Uh, it will download everything you have on Google Drive. So if you have Google Drive, then you will have everything twice. <laughs> they say in the future they're, they're working on it so that they, they let you synchronize just a couple of files or a couple of folders so that you don't have to download all that content. But it's a very good app. I've used it to, to write on the blogs I write for, and it's very good. Yeah, that almost sounds like, um, in a way, like Blogsy, which does something very similar with WordPress Yeah, files. probably, yeah. Well, my app pick this week uh, got, got a lot of use, not only for me, but from my son Peter on our uh, slightly older iPad, is, is Piperoll HD by navigation-info, and I have no idea what this means, KFT. Yay, I don't know what KFT means. The $1.99 on the uh, the iTunes uh, iOS app store, and basically, you know, you are ba- making connections from one pipe to another for, for water or sewage or, you know, God only knows what kind of liquid that you need to have go through these pipes. But okay. you you kind of have to make it go from from one end to the other, and they all interconnect and they go all around. It's 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 a lot of fun. We had a really really good time with it. And you know what? For a dollar ninety nine, not so bad. But that's Pipe Roll HD. Now, no people's pick this week that I know of, uh, but uh, wanted to quickly mention our Facebook page. We were talking about that earlier. It is still at one hundred and thirty two likes. Gas thinks that by the end of September, he can somehow magically make another 68. 68 of you sign up for the MyMac podcast Facebook page to get us to 200. I don't think that that it's going to happen, but you never know. You never know. I will mention it. Uh, Please, 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 if you enjoy this show and you haven't already done so, Go on over to iTunes and do a review. It really does help out the podcast. And uh, I actually got an email from, uh, I can't remember. It's Shai Yam. Oh, I can't say the name. Yam, Yami. Ah, I can't say the name. From Shai. There. Uh, Shai was the, was one of the people that, that sent us, a uh, an iTunes review that we that Gaz and I talked about last week. I now have her email address, and I will be sending a Wooty, which is this this wonderful wonderful document that must be seen to be believed. Uh, have I ever sent you one, Eric? Yeah. I mean, was it everything that I said it was and more? Yeah, but it does says no negotiable, so I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's not going to bring you much in the way of fame and fortune. But it is this wonderful document that is handcrafted, handcrafted by me, 
and made from the blood and sweat of unicorn tears. So that is the Woody. Uh, also, if you can go over to our G plus Google page, look up under communities, the my Mac podcast community, go ahead and sign up there. You'll find just a great group of people. And it's, it's a good place to post questions because people will, will chime in with the information that they have. I love the G plus community pages and I'm not even particularly a fan of, uh, of, uh, of Google. So Eric, do you have, uh, or is there any way that uh, you would like to tell people how to get a hold of you? Well, I'm basically all over the place, but they can go to, I think Twitter is the, the fastest one that would be at Magnatico PR. And that's a little weird, but uh, that's the combination of Mac and Fanatico in Spanish and then PR because <laughs> I'm from Puerto Rico. So that's it. Oh, is that Magnat- what I thought? I thought that yeah. meant public relations. No, that's uh, someone else had Magnatico, and I'm not gonna fight with him <laughs> or try to buy it. So I just uh, just add PR at the end. That's it. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of me, you can send an email to guy at mymac.com, g u y at mymac.com. Gaz can be reached by going to gaz g a z at mymac.com. Uh, you can find him on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. That's G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Z-Z. And you can find me on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. Wow. There you go. I was I was wondering if you were going to do that or not. Yeah. Uh, Gaz, have to. <laughs> Gaz and I also have a combined account. That we both keep an eye on is at twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz. Uh, if you would like to contact fearless leader Tim and berate him for letting Gaz and I have our own podcast, you can send that to feedback at mymac.com. And ho- holy free holy, uh, Eric, there is one other way that people can get a hold of us. Do you have any idea what that is? Yeah, and I've, I've used it a couple of times. It's a Skype number. <gasps> so it does exist then. Yeah. What's uh, that number? At least, at least uh, the, the last time I used it, it, it did. <laughs> it says plus one seven oh three four three six nine five zero one. That number again, please, is plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. And we love, we just love getting Skype calls. If you call us on Skype, your chances are your, your call, as long as it's not like filled with, with anything, uh, you know, profanity and, and a couple other things that, that we might find offensive, uh, it will be on the show. And, and Eric, I'd have to say that, that I think this is the best show that you have ever done and that you're good enough, smart enough, and doggone it, people like you. And I, I think I have to say this last bit because... Yeah, you should, because I'm, there's <laughs> no way I'm going to say that. Okay, okay. Uh, no gas, mina, mini, naga, samana, sad, noong. Apan, salamat, sa, bisan, kinsa, naga, mao, ang, nabuang, sa, pao, ego, sa, uban, kanako. This is where you say end. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, The Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, The Teacher Cast Podcast, The Apple Junkies Podcast, and the All New App Minute Podcast. Okay. And that's it. That's that's kind of how we do the show. Was it fun? Yeah. And see, it was. You were all nervous and all worried. <laughs> there wasn't any. There was really no reason. I I am I am uber easy to get along with. Yeah. The only thing I'm I'm concerned about is the noise. I don't oh, know if it well, was. Hey, you know what? I how many shows? Did, I mean, you've been listening to this show for a long time. <laughs> how many shows did I fight? With audio, what happened with the uh, with the limericks? 
you know, after it, it got harder and harder to come up with new ones. Yeah. And Can't especially imagine. ones that were like tech related. And then I had, you know, there was a site that I was going to, and I, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head that had a bunch of, of limericks already pre-made. So okay. if I couldn't think of one, actually, when I first started, that, that's what I was doing. I was just copying and pasting some, you know, limerick that I thought was funny and putting that on at the end of the show. And then I started writing my own and I started trying to go to different sites to get, you know, different types of limericks, some of them tech related, things along those lines. And all of a sudden I get this email from this woman saying, you read my limerick, you know, at the end of your show. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I sent her an email and it was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to recall the show because I read your limerick, you know, I, you know, and basically without saying it, it's like, are you really going to plan on suing me <laughs> because I read your limerick? on a podcast really <laughs> really there are some people who have too many too much time on their hands i guess <laughs> uh, i never heard from her again after the apology so but i also never you know went back to that site and got another limerick uh, but you'd think that you know it's like okay you, you're you're doing something that's that's creative and you know and whether and whether it's it's advanced you know, uh, making bridges out of toothpicks or a podcast or, or, you know, whatever it is that you do that, that, that you feel, and it doesn't matter what anybody else feels that you feel is creative. And I don't care what it is. If someone is bringing attention to it, just be happy about it. Yeah. You know, the, it's like, wow, probably- somebody actually thought that was this, this crazy thing that I did was worth mentioning in some other way. 